Hello friends, this is Sage Bernardo and I am the owner of Bernardo Effects and I'm the host of the podcast show, It's All About the Tone. Welcome back friends and uh, today is Sunday. And looking outside, it sure looks like winter is coming. This is episode three, part two of my conversation with Johnny Highland. I hope you guys enjoy it. I really enjoy being back in the small town, my friend. And honestly, Chatham, Virginia here, nobody really knows me, man. So I can be the blind guy walking down the street with my white cane and walking with a dollar and ask your toilet papers on sale, you know. I love uh, it. Let's play one more song. literally for a while, man, it got to be where I couldn't even really walk in Walmart in Nashville, you know. And I'd hey, Mr. Island, can I get a picture with you? Yeah, you know. Well, you know, I mean, in a way it's good because, you know, like I said in the beginning – there's millions of people who know who Johnny Highland is, and probably when you were a kid, you never even thought that it's even possible, right? No. You're right, brother. So that's you're a right. And, and, you know, I think any artist, man, really, in this day and age, you just need to stay humble, man, and realize yes. yeah. we're all reaching for the same goal. And, and really, all we're trying to do is be creative with our music and get it out to as many people as we can. Exactly. And, you know, actually, we're going to talk about that, but I want to play one more song um, of your... In, in fact, it's from your first album. So let me play that for cool. a second, okay? Sure. Remember that one? I sure do, man. So yeah, to it. Can we say uh, uh, Danny Gatton was a big influence? Huge. Yeah. Probably, I would have to say Ricky Skaggs is my all is my all around artist hero. Right. But for guitar players, Danny Gatton is definitely it for me, man. He's he's the guy. Yeah, and you know, it's like I, again, you know, I I knew of Danny because of Seymour. You know, Seymour and Danny were really yeah. close friends. And again, coming from a different country, you know, I didn't know all these players. And then one day, Seymour says, "Listen to this guy." I was like, "Oh Lord, who is this?" He's like, "That's Danny yeah. Gatton." Incredible. It's just it's just amazing. Another sad story, you know, with Danny. Oh, very much so. Yeah, but he so was he a big influence on you also right in the beginning, or was was that like a little bit later on in your career? No, actually, man, I I learned of Danny Gatton pretty much right when I moved to Nashville. Man, I had a lot of guys, you know, 
a lot of guys are saying, man, you sound like Danny Gatton. And I'm going, at Danny first who? I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, who's Danny Gatton? You know, everybody at that time stage wanted to sound like Brent Mason. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, I sound like Danny Gatton. I'm like, I, so, of course, after playing a few gigs, I went to, re- to Tower Records in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bought Danny Gatton I could find. Yeah. And I'll be honest, brother, the minute I heard Danny Gatton, I was like, this is oh, it. my goodness, where's this man been my whole life? Yes, yes. Just absolutely incredible and mind-blowing. I know. And still to this day, man, I'm feeling less than Danny off any record is I can find. I know, so. I know. And, you know, um, I love the uh, the one he did with, uh, um, with Buddy. You know, uh, the oh, Redneck Jazz. Redneck Jazz. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Well, you know, my favorite record of all time was the one that he did with Joey G. Francesco called Relentless. Yes. Yes. I remember that yeah, one. That's a killer, killer album. Yes. What a monster player. I mean, my guys, you know, people who don't know who Danny Gatton is, they should go and, and, and search for him because, I mean, if you oh. are a player, doesn't matter what. You gotta listen to Danny Gatton. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, if you're if you're guitarded like me and Sage, you you definitely need to get some Danny Gatton in your arsenal. Yes, sure. I mean, there's there's no there's no question. I mean, yes, there's Albert Lee and there's James Burton and there's Brent Mason, but there's something about Danny Gatton. It's almost like you know, to me, Danny Danny Gatton is like it's like all these guys that we just mentioned with some fire. I think. I think, Sage, that was the thing about Danny Gatton that I loved the most, man, is he could virtually play any genre. Yep. And he would run the fretboard so fast that you literally thought he was going to train wreck, <laughs> but he always pulled his way out. And he was just so aggressive, and, but so fearless at the same time. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I love that's it. what I loved about Yeah, man, Here's another guy, you know, speaking about Danny Gatton, because uh, the other guy I'm thinking about, and it's not a chicken picking at all, but it's on the telly. Did you like uh, Roy Buchanan? Oh, my goodness, yeah. <laughs> and see, Roy Buchanan and Danny Gatton, man, were really, you know, obviously they were friends, but they were also kind of fierce competitors at times. Yep. Uh, you know, they were, they were kind of from around the same area doing the same circuit. Uh, so... I've heard a few Danny and Roy stories in my day. I, I, yep. I, uh, you know, because I've been so fortunate in this business, man, to have Bill Holloman play. In fact, that record that you were playing, man, Bill Holloman from Danny Gatton's band played keyboards and sax on that first record with me. Right, yep. And, of course, I've got to play with Danny's, you know, the rest of Danny's band, like on my Hot Licks videos and stuff like that. So I've gotten to know a lot of the, the guys that played well with Danny and, that were in his band and stuff. So I've been real blessed that way. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this, you know, we, we, we had a lot of uh, history going on over here and, and, and uh, you know, part of the show, it's all about the tone. And like I said earlier, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so about tone, you know? Oh yeah. What is your choice and why, and what do you find in the equipment that you're using that is better for you than anything else? It took me this long to find my true guitar home. Okay. Uh, now that I'm with Kiesel Guitars, brother, this Johnny Highland model that Jeff Kiesel created with me is literally my favorite guitar I've ever owned in my life. And the reason wow. I say that is it's, it's everything Johnny Highland, but yet it's, it's, uh, it's a modern take on a classic. 
It's based after a cheap okay. guitar. Anybody could put it in their hands and fall in love with it because of what it is. Uh, it's based on what? It's based on Italian style. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. P style. Okay. But yeah. I really will say, man, Jeff Kegel and the Kegel, you know, all the Kegel family are the best company I've ever worked with in my life as far as building guitars and the best quality guitars for the best price. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so we, we, we're going to have the information on, too. So <laughs> so you're saying that that's your favorite, like, after all these years, you found home with, yeah. that, with that? Yes, and the okay. reason I feel that's so important is because as a kid growing up, Sage, and I'm sure you've read articles in your lifetime, too, brother, where, like, for example, D.B. Ray Vaughn said, if you can't take a great guitar and a great amp and make it sound good, then don't even bother trying any effects at all. Absolutely. Okay. And that's that's what I'm trying to explain a lot of people. I don't care, you know, don't have my effect, don't have any effects. If you can't sound great with just a guitar and amp, that's right. Uh you're not in the right business. Well, that's very true, my friend. It's it, you know so really what I did though in designing this guitar with Jeff Teasel, then I said, Okay, I've got my favorite guitar I've ever had in my life. Now I need to find the perfect amp to go with it that still go. allows me to be Johnny Highland and get my tone, but yet okay. you know, give me something new and inspiring to look forward to. And okay. so with the Johnny model JH6 Teasel, uh, I ended up teaming up with a company called Fat Jimmy Amps made in San Francisco. Okay. And now what that is, is an amp company that basically has basically hot-rotted and really souped up what old Fender amps used to sound like. Okay. So essentially, man, I'm going back to tradition here by simply saying I'm using American-sounding amps and a very okay. American-styled guitar. And then, of course, my pedals are like the icing on the cake for my tone. Of course. So when you have a great tone, From your guitar and your amp then you know that what you're going to add to it is only going to make you smile that much more yeah yes so yes and that that always should be the uh the 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 key in in choosing your equipment you know yeah if you're a guitar player or if you are even if you're like a flute player you know um all the extra stuff that comes after means nothing if the actual instrument that you are going to play with A, it doesn't sound good. Right. And most important, you need to feel that you are connected to the instrument. Exactly. You know, exactly. that's that's the number one. I mean, I, I remember years, you know, people used to give me guitars, you know, and I'm not going to mention brain, you know, brains and stuff like that. But, man, as soon as I held them, it's like, man, I can't even play it. So what does it matter if it says A, B, C, or G on it? I don't care. Yeah. If it doesn't feel right in my hand, if it doesn't sound. And here's another thing that I'm, I'm trying to teach a lot of the younger um, generation. And I don't know if you do that too. Oh, I do. I can, I can take a guitar and it can be the cheapest guitar in the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't, I, and, I, and let's say I'm going to buy it. I don't even want to plug it into the amplifier. I want to put my ear, well, the one good ear that I have, <laughs> to the wood. The car sounds acoustically. Exactly. Yeah. If I can hear the wood 
rattle the way it's supposed to, and I can hear all the overtones on the wood, I don't care what the electronics are. It doesn't matter. Electronics, you can change. Well, that's, and, and you know, Sage, the funny thing is, brother, when I got this Johnny Highland model, this is just one of them, of course, but I mean, I did, I did the same thing. And I, yeah. I always do the ring test. Oh, still ringing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's still ringing. You know, yeah. you're going, man, you, you know, good wood is, you know, really, man, I know people say, well, a guitar is just wooden steel. Well, sure, and some electronics. Sure, that's what a guitar is, but it takes good wood and people who know how to actually manipulate and use that wood to turn it into an amazing guitar. Yes. An amazing guitar and you know, is just a slab of wood thrown together and boom, there you go. Right, right. So, so you know, so, so, and that's what I see with a lot of players. Sometimes people have, you know, I got to have a, you know, a Fender, I got to have a Gibson, or I got to have whatever. Yeah great but uh if somebody gives you a guitar let's say a a a a name that you never heard of and it sounds great yeah why does it matter what it says on it it doesn't matter now as a kid and you probably remember that too as a kid for instance i grew up on on uh david gilmore and mark knopfler right yeah so as a kid you want to have the same guitars they have that's actually just where i was fixing to go brother yeah you know, it's, so if it's a Mark Knopfler, yeah, if it's a Mark Knopfler, it has to be a red Strat. If it's a, a Gilmore, it has to be a black Strat. And anything else, so black I don't want to touch. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to touch. I don't want to see it. No, it's not. It's not. But probably like like, like you experienced, you, you learn, and all of a sudden you realize names mean nothing anymore. No. Because if you're a professional player, it's the relationship between you and the instrument that you play. Well, and I'll go, I'll even go a step further than that stage. I think as an artist in the industry today who has been blessed enough to have a, a Johnny Highland guitar, I think right. there's a lot of factors that you have to consider. One being that me as an artist, people know who, who I looked up to as when I was younger. Obviously, Ricky Skaggs, Danny Gett, and Albert Lee, guys like that. So it right. was no, there was no uh, question that it would be a Tele-style guitar. Okay. I think what is amazing, though, is that through learning over these years of being with these different companies, I've learned how to uh, make the best guitar. And, of course, I'm giving all the credit here to Jeff Kiesel and his, and his guys at the factory, man. They're incredible. But what I'm saying is they, they have made a Johnny Highland guitar that is all me, but yet give, pays homage to all my my heroes. But at the same right, time right. stage, it's an affordable guitar for people to get their hands on. So, so I mean, just for, for how much is it? Seventeen ninety nine for a USA custom built guitar with my name on. That's not uh, yeah. I mean, with everything goes on right now, it's not bad. No man, and I mean, for an example, uh, well, I'll just say this. I won't name any other names, but I'll say this. It's the most affordable USA custom-built Telecaster on the market today. Wow. That's USA-made. Yep. That's the truth. That's, ve that's very cool. So now, uh, the amp that you're talking about, that's that's also a privately owned 
company or something? Yes, in San yeah. San Francisco, you said? Okay. Yeah, they're a pretty new company, and i got to be honest, man. It's uh, Fat Jimmy Ants, man, are just, if you love that good old Don Rich, Jerry Reed, yes. you know, yeah. James Burton, all the old telly stuff, but yet you, it's a very, very good pedal platform. You know, that's the amp for you then, because the Fat Jimmys are just, they're made impeccably, they're, they're, you know, they're like tank. They're built like tanks, man. It's, but the tone wow. is insane by itself. Okay. Um, now, is that a, f a fully uh, tube? Is it solid oh, it's, state? Yeah. No, it's totally. It's tube. Yep. Okay. Is it uh, point to point? Is it combined? Uh, I know? honestly can't tell you, brother. I just all I okay. know is when I played a Fat Jimmy for the first time, I went through the roof. I said, this is the amp I wow. have. Okay. Then I learned, obviously, it was a Class AB, you know, tube amp, you know. Right. Okay. But obviously okay. built built to, you know, different specs other than your average, you know, old Fender Twin or whatever we used to all go out and buy. Um, right. Now, I will say this, man. It was the first amp company I've ever worked with to where I actually heard an amp for the first time without a reverb tank in it. So this amp okay. is so good by itself dry that it's like, oh, now I can add whatever pedal reverb I want. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Yes. So Exactly. So really, man, it was the first amp that I really got to hear with my Granny Highland Teasel where I went, yes, this is the perfect match. This is that tone wow. that is so reachable for people, but yet it's like, man, there's that tone I've been searching for my whole life. And isn't that funny, you know, sometimes you find yourself playing for so many years and it can take maybe 20 or 30 years to finally like, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, man. That's the thing I want, you know. This is what I was dreaming of. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, man. And, and Sage, I'm going to be honest, brother. I, I absolutely love the, the, uh, the pedals that you make, you know, the, the pedal boards that you make. Oh. I, I just got to say, man, from being an old Nashville cat, man, and playing downtown Broadway, I, you know, I was always the cat, man, that went out and bought a pedal board and just, you know, would sell a pedal to get another one and then sell this pedal to get right. another one. Yep. And then yeah. just keep swapping them out all the time. Right. And so. Well, you know, it's, it, it's funny that you mentioned because the, 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 the versions of, of my pedal board um, that you saw were actually the original yeah ever since um like the latest release that i had a year ago just before COVID hit in fact i mean it looks exactly the same it has all the uh five basic effects um on them but what i did was i included uh an onboard patch bay so oh. if you want to a if you want to swap the pedals Uh, within the board, you can just by plugging in uh, cables. But if you want to have your own uh, pedals that you want to throw in into the chain, you can do that now. So you know, I, it's like you know, I listen to a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, players uh, uh, realize what their needs. Right. So yeah. So there's. So today it's very very uh, versatile. You can do whatever you want with it. And again, it's all analog. It's not even digital. Right. You know? So. Yeah, well, and I got cool. to admit, man, even even with myself, Sage, the funniest thing, brother, and as a as a paddleboard designer, you'll appreciate this. It has taken me this long in my life to realize how much more I love digital delay versus analog or versus 
take delay. Uh, I'm a modulation delay nut. I Are you? So my well, favorite delay I have ever found is the TC Electronic Flashback X4. I just love that. I love that whole platform of having right. three independent digital delays at my feet with different levels right. of modulation. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, I, I, I can I can see that. Yeah. So I, I think over that. over the years, what I've really done in the in the Johnny Highland 2020 rig is literally right. is literally taken all of the knowledge I've acquired through all these years and all the knowledge I've you know gained from from experience is right. found the things that I really really truly love and right. that give me the best sound for me right. and I know obviously. Everything to do with gear is subjective. I might like something yes. and the next guy might go, but he uses too much delay anyway, you know, or, right. or what have you. So I think gear is very subjective. It is. And, and again, that's why you sometimes you can, you, you hear like, yeah, I love that player. Uh, I'm not so this one. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. Yeah. You know, that's fine. But yeah, you're right. So let me, let me ask you this just before we uh, finish over here. So, Now we got COVID, yeah. which, which changed everything yes, sir. to everybody, yep. you know? And I remember I talked <clears> to my <throat> wife about it when, we, when, when COVID just started. And, and I told her, I said, listen, I told her, I think COVID is a warning shot to all of us. Because if you think about it, Johnny, what started happening when, when COVID happened? Families... got together again. Yeah. Uh, you see mom, dad, and the kids starting to have dinner again, all of them together. Uh, you start seeing that, uh, I see videos that parents are playing and inventing games with their kids, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's almost like we, we, we lived in a world that was too fast. You had to have everything now, now, now. Yeah. Parents had no time for their kids. They brought work to the house and all of a sudden everything stopped, you know, and it's as that togetherness. It's like, let's start to find uh, humanity again. You know, let's start that, care. I think it's amazing that you say it that way because I'm not that, I'm not that much of a political guy by any means. And being an entertainer yeah. in the music business, I, I love right. entertaining everybody. So obviously I always keep my, my political views to myself. But exactly. it is no secret to anybody, though, that I am a Christian and I love the good Lord above. And without him, I would have none of this gift and I would never even have a life uh, as a handicapped guy, especially that I do now. I mean, I, right. you know, first and foremost, I've never been a rich man as far as money goes. But I've been a rich man in relationships and in family and in friends and in all the people that it's taken to make my career happen. I mean, I've, I've been so blessed all through my life with great endorsers like Teasel Guitars and Keeley Electronics and Earthboards and, oh man, all the, all the amazing Elixir Strings. I've been with Elixir Strings, dude, in Voodoo Lab for over 20 years. You know, I, I just, when I think... Of all the amazing people that I've, I've been with and worked with over the years, I, I still love everybody that's been involved in, in my journey through this career. Now, right, in, right. In, in saying that, 
when I moved from Nashville up here to Chatham in 2018, the first thing that was very hard for me to do was to take my eye off the ball of where's my career going and how much attention am I paying to it and this and that, you know, it was very hard for me to, to just say, you know, there was a fine line of, are you going to just let your career go? How much attention are you going to pay to it? And how much do you want family time and to go fishing with right. dad? You know, yes. to, how are you going to subdivide all these things that you want in your life now? Right. Then, obviously, with COVID hitting, uh, let's face it, Sage, the guitar world in general, man, especially guys like myself, taking a band out on the road and and uh, paying the band, paying management, publicists, booking agents, you know, dude, I was coming home broke from road gigs anyway. I can believe. I know? can believe that. Yes. So the fact is, yes, it was time for me. And I hate to say this in the, in this way, but I have to say it truthfully. For actual folks out there to understand, when you're an artist, you pay for everything. Yep. You know, from the food yes. your band members eat to the hotel room they sleep in to the to the fuel. People don't realize that, you know. I mean, when when you watch TV and you see all these big parties of of, of you know uh, big bands and limos and 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 food. Yeah. Who do you think pay for this? I mean, it's not for free. Well, and man, I'll be honest. I, you know, Johnny Highland, my name is on the bill. So it's, there's no four guys that are in an equal base band. Exactly. It's Johnny yeah. Highland. That means, so I'm paying for all that, but I'm paying for the fuel. It's my vehicle yeah. we're riding in. I'm paying for the tires, the maintenance on it. And then, of course, uh, rehearsing the band, getting everybody ready to go. And by the time I come home, man, most of the time I was broke or I was in the hole. So yeah. to be honest, touring for me had slowed way down anyway. Because yeah. music, you know, music venues across the country, man, were not willing to pay the price that I needed to get me and my band right. out there on the road right. all the time. Uh, yeah. and, and so what I really had to face, man, when COVID hit was, All right, man. Well, now you have this time to go fishing with dad, to, you know, to be just near close family only. And what I started doing, man, was making sure that my social media was building so that I was doing like my Facebook lives every Sunday um, where I could keep in communication with my fans and my friends and my family, you know. Yep. And, yes. and of course, all my fans still out there, man, are all family to me. I love them all. And so within this last, so 2018, Sage, I released three new albums since that time. Wow. Got a new gospel album called Pickin' for the Lord. I did a Christmas okay. record with my dear friend, Mr. Blake Padilla. Uh, that's called yeah. Jammin' on Christmas. And now I'm releasing the Chatham session here in hopefully yeah. about a week. So okay. COVID really has allowed me a chance to be Johnny the family guy, to, you know, to be Johnny the uncle. Uh, yeah. Yes. To have time yeah. with my wife and my puppies, and yeah. to enjoy my new home, but also to learn how to engineer on my own and record. So yeah. I was doing, you know, I've been really doing a social media thing with the Facebook thing. Uh, I've been teaching guitar a lot, um, you know, because before I was doing a lot of clinics and things, you know. So 
So now I'm just doing my teaching on Skype and FaceTime, and, and of course right. I'll give Sage yeah. all the information for you folks. But I do teach sure. uh, guitar, and then of course I've been doing tracks with Kenny for people all across the world. Yeah. Plus creating all the you know the new music for myself. So right. really has been, and I think you're absolutely right. It has been a time to stop and be reflective. To say, yes. man, I am so thankful for this career I've been fighting for all my life. But right now, we're at a time where you stop and go, wow, I'm, I've been fighting for this for a long time. Maybe it's okay for me to get with that and go fishing today. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and that's the one thing that a lot of people forgot because, you know, yeah. Everybody's running after the money, after uh, after a, a, a career and all that stuff, and they keep forgetting. You got kids in the house, yeah. You know, if you have kids, yeah. Uh, and and when you leave to work at 6 a.m. in the morning, and then you come back home at 7 p.m. Mm -hmm. and you open up your laptop on dinner time, and you keep working until 10 o'clock, yeah. Your kids never even see you. You know, so what kind of generation are we raising? Well, and Sage, honestly, brother, Kimmy and I, when we got married in 05, we both determined that our lives were too busy, that it would really be, it would really be uh, unfair to our children for us to even have children. We, well, I don't have kids too, so I mean, I'm at the same boat. I'm, I, I feel the same way. Well, and now, I was, dude, I was, I'm actually, I would be scared to have kids in this day and age. Exactly. I was just about to say this. I mean, I'm looking at the way the 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 the, the world is and the future. It's like, w what kind of world am I going to have my kids in? Yeah. You know, because I'm not going to be here one day. Mm -hmm. They have to deal with this, right? You know. So yeah, I mean, so, so you know. Again, like I said in, 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 uh, when we started that conversation, I do see COVID as, as a warning shot to humanity uh, at A, slow down, start to look at the things that are actually important. Yeah. And, and then and start to learn. Because if you think about it, you know, go back 50 years ago, mm -hmm. uh, parents, they worked. Mom and dad used to go to work, but guess what? They came back home. Yeah. They had dinner together, the whole family. They sat down with their kids, maybe helping them with homework and blah, 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 and all that, and then they go to bed. That's not happening in the last 10 to 15 years. Well, you know, Sage, I'm sure, brother, you grew up the same way I did. My dad was a pipe fitter, but my mom, she stayed at home for years and, and was a, an amazing housewife in raising us kids, making sure we were off to school. You know, dad would come home at three in the afternoon. We sat and ate dinner as a family. Uh, my dad and I would go lift weights together while we went and saw my brother play, you know, play baseball. Uh, my right. sister was a, was a, uh, a road race runner. She used to run. So we were at yeah. Johnny Highland band shows on the weekends, you know, the three J's or we'd be right. at a road race with Jody or a baseball game with my brother. But my family was, my mom and dad, man, were constant go-getters about us. Yeah. It was yes. kids. It was my dad, man, I remember as a youngster, he didn't really have any friends come to the house. My huh. dad's time was for us. For the for the family. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and that's that's exactly what I why I think COVID in a way, it's a wake-up call and a warning shot. Well, when I say a warning shot, 
I meant, you know, warning shot to us humanity of what we're doing, A, to the planet we're living in, yeah. but also to each other. Yeah. Because uh, uh, the hatred and the wars that are going on in the world is just way out of hand. And it just, it just, it, it, so I, I just think it's, it's, just, it's almost like we got to stop. You, you know? know, all the, all the racial division and all the, yes, all the, like Absolutely. you said, all the hatred. I, you yes. know, man, I look at it like this, brother. I, I love everybody in this world and I'm thankful to be able to be a musician that people actually will buy my records, you know, will right. support me in what right. I do. And I've been so blessed by that, man. And, and it's people from all walks of life, you know, I, uh, yeah. you know, so I, I mean, I don't have a racial bone in my body, brother. I love everybody, but, yeah. but to be honest, you're right. Seeing the hate, seeing the division, seeing all the things going on in our world. It's, it's, uh, I think you're right. I think God has just given us a big old wake up call and, and really allowing us to understand what it is to be an American citizen, what it is to be free. Uh, Absolutely. And, you yeah. know, to be honest, man, it also makes you stop and think of all the, yes, all the police and firefighters and, and our men and women in uniform in our armed forces. Yes. You know, yeah, doctors, nurses, I mean, everybody. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm going to play one more song, and after that, I'm going to have the final question. Believe it or not, I don't know if you're having fun or not, but it's an hour and a half. That's brother, yeah. It's an hour and a half. That's fun. I love it. Okay, so let's play one more song, and then uh, maybe you'll talk about it a little bit, and then one question, and then we're going to wrap it up. You got it, Together and Forever? Together Forever, yes, sir. Yeah. I'll tell you what I like about this one. There's two things. And, and first of all, m melody. It's very melodic. You know, there's a melody over there. And for me as a player, you know, I, I was always searching for um, a melody player. You know, that's why I'm so uh, um, in tune with David Gilmore and Mark Knopfler. Yeah. They're very melodic players, you know. But on that song, is that from your new album? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Okay, so yeah, it's, there's a melody, and I love the tone. So, is that your new guitar? Oh yeah, yeah, it is. And that's the amp, also. You're talking about? Yes, Fat Jimmy was all over this whole record, man. And and uh, okay, but you know, Sage, I wrote that song. It seems like every album I've ever done, brother, I've always had a song from my wife on it. Uh, yeah. I just, I'll have to say, man, I. I give so much credit and love that girl so much, man. My sweet Kimmy girl, she's 
Man, you better, you better, man. Oh, buddy. Well, we've been married almost 16 years now. And, uh, and I got to tell you, Sage, it's, it's amazing now, man. And I'm actually grateful to say this, but being married 16 years to the love of my life, I, I give so much credit to her and love her so much because she has seen the good and the bad through this entire music journey of mine. But she's right. also been there through thick and thin, man. I mean, on the days that I was just ready to give it all up and, you know, bashing my head off the wall about why things weren't happening this way or that, she was right. always the supporter, always the one to encourage me and to make me understand that, hey, you know, you need to keep doing this. You need to keep playing. You need to, even when we moved right. up here to Chatham, she was the first one to say, you get that studio set up and you start writing and start making a new record for yourself. You need right. to do that. So I think really, man, the good Lord, and I, I will say this to any youngsters out there that are looking for that love of, of their life, God will show you when you found the right one. But yes. I will tell you, Absolutely. I I thank my sweet Jimmy girl so much because not only does she understand me as her husband and as a person, but she also understands what what it is i mean i remember when we were first getting married sage a lot of people in the industry were asking her they're like do you know what you're getting into and she was like look it doesn't matter i'd you know i'd marry johnny if we lived in a pine box on dickerson road in nashville it doesn't matter but, but yeah. all of all these people all producers different you know people i'd worked with in the session business you know everybody was asking her and i kept thinking man why would you be doing this to me but all that didn't matter to her until she started seeing the pitfalls and the things that go wrong in the music industry. But right. she has been the most supportive wife a man could ever ask for. And I, I give give God, you know, so much praise for bringing her into my life and for for her being the sweetheart, man, that she is. She's just incredible. And uh, so I wrote that song for her. And So that's, that's for her, Together and Forever. Together right? and Forever, yes, sir. That's. That was written that, for her, and essentially, man, that song was the Johnny Highland Model J6 through a fat Jimmy Jefferson 100 with a 212 Avatar cab with Celestian G12 Centuries in it, and the pedals I were using was the, uh, the Keeley Compressor Plus, yep. uh, an old mid-90s uh, tube screamer, yep. and the uh, TC Electronic Flashback X4 with a ISP Decimator 2. That's a great. T I love the tone on that one. Well, the, thank the, you, bud. The, yeah, the melodic you wrote. You know, Sage, that. this year, brother, in January was the first time I have ever owned a tube screamer. You're kidding? No, sir. That's the truth. Well, I tell you what, I never had one. Really? <laughs> well, well, you know, the, the the funny thing, a lot of people don't even know. Ever since. I start playing guitar until I start building my own pedals. I only played clean. Never had any dirt, no nothing. Wow. For me, it was just clean. That's it. What? That's all I had. So a, a reverb, not even delay. It was just a reverb, or whatever a good amp that I can find has a nice reverb on it. So it was my guitar, and that's it. You know. So the only um, dirt uh, overdrive I ever owned was the Soldano Supercharger. Oh wow. Yeah, that's it. So until I start doing my own stuff, that's the only thing I played. 
you know. Well, man, I was always a Boss Blues driver guy and still have the Boss Blues driver Wazacraft. You know, I love that pedal too. But Kenny Thurman, my buddy that mixed this album for me and the one that helped design this whole studio, Camp Island Studio, right. he uh, actually gave me my first Tube Screamer for my birthday this year. Oh, and gosh, man, I'll tell you, brother, it was like, wow, I can't, I mean, I had an old 808 given to me years ago, but I didn't right. use it much. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. This That's probably sound good, time. right? It's probably sound good. Oh, it sounds great, man, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, Johnny, it was, it was a great, almost two hours, man. I mean, it, 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 it felt like we started only half an hour ago. I know, but... Sage, but you know. We've been buddies quite a while, pal, and it's so good to catch up with you and talk with you. I know. And congratulations know. on your new show, man. This podcast, this is cool. Thank you very much. I mean, it's it's it. it I hope it's going to be a good one, and uh, uh, you know, it's fun. I have I have some great uh, people already booked uh, for the next five weeks, so um, I'm I'm excited. And uh, again. Without COVID, I don't think I had time to do it. Well, I'll tell you, buddy. I I feel I feel like our lives kind of uh, our lives in a way, man. As being in the music business, it seems like it's putting us where we need to be. It's kind of aiming us. Yes. You know exactly. And so I'm yeah, like that. new new avenues. It's like you're learning some new stuff. It's like like if you ask me five or ten years ago uh could you do like a radio show i was like are you kidding me no i can't even stand in front of a microphone right and all of a sudden like well i can do it you know so hopefully it's going to be something that people will appreciate and if not it doesn't matter i'm doing it for the fun of it i'm doing it for the information that i can have uh and share with the with the world and and you know people like you and you know we're going to have like seymour duncan will be on it oh we're good have, uh uh, Daniel uh, Denetter going to be on it. Uh, Bruce Bouton going to be on it. Nice. Uh, Richard Bennett. So I mean, there's there's some really nice people that's going to come on and 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 be on it. So I I really appreciate your time. Oh, I hope it's you, my pleasure. I hope you enjoyed it. I had like I, did. I really did. And and let's stay in touch, okay, yes, man? Sir, and I, man, I I okay. tell you what, Sage, I. My hat's off to you, brother, for what you've done in this business with, with Bonato Effect. I mean, obviously, Thank as you, I man. said, man, I'm a guy pulling pedals on and off the board all the time. So, nah. But, dude, what you build is incredible. I mean, dude, you, as far Thank as you. I'm concerned, you make Rod Riley's home. Oh, man. Thank you. That, that, that feels good. Thank you. Rod, I'm just trying to do the best well, with buddy, the one year that I have. You're doing what you do, <laughs> and no old boys like me appreciate what you do. Man, so. <laughs> hey, Give a big hug to your wife, Kim. You know, I haven't seen her for a long time, but just give her a hug and a kiss. Well, you know, Sage, it's funny, brother. She she has lost uh, about 90 pounds now, and I've lost 140. Well, I heard about you. I didn't know about her. you kidding. Well, you better watch out because somebody's going to snap her. Oh, I'm telling you. Well, she's rough. <laughs> but, but, but I'll tell you what, it's, it's funny because here again, even with COVID going on now, man, it's, it's like I've actually had time to keep working on my health. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm 45 That's years good. old, man. I'm not getting any younger. And I damn sure ain't getting no. prettier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that was meant to be a fun. <laughs> yes. I, I think really after watching Sid pass this year, you know, we lost yeah. Eddie at 65 years old. It's like, gosh. I know. 
Eddie Van Halen was I mean, 20 years older than me, brother. That's not far away. No, ah, well, you know. You know. I know. It, it hurts. It does. Yeah, I know. It does, man. So Cool, man. Well, I really appreciate that. And then, you know, maybe one day we're going to revisit and do part two to that conversation. Man, I'd love to, brother, anytime. Anytime. Okay. You got so I'm going to get information from you, and I'm going to put it on the uh, the, the show note uh, later on. So yeah, we'll text, be in touch brother, I'll just, I'll just text you a bunch of information or email it to you. Yes. Once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just email that me, and it will be great, and I'll just, I'll just uh, put it on there. Fantastic. Okay. Brother. Pleasure, man, and a really pleasure having you. Oh, it's such a, such a joy, buddy, and uh, congrats on everything, brother, and just keep your chin up. We're going to make it through this. Ah, you, you got it all right. Thanks, man. And you stay safe, okay? All right. God bless you, bud. You too, Give man. Give my Thanks. Timor, too. I will. I will. I'm probably going to talk to him a little bit later on today. I will. Great, man. Okay. Thanks, man. No problem, Sage. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Bye. Yes, this was part two of my conversation with Johnny Highland. I really hope you guys enjoyed it because I had a great time. Um, as I mentioned on episode one, uh, this is pretty much new to me and I learn as I go. So if there are things that sound weird uh, to you guys, bear with me. Anyway, uh, if you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at it's all about the tone at bernardoeffects.com. Also, you can find my products at bernardoeffects.com. Uh, you can learn about uh, the Bernardo Effects uh, product line. Uh, Johnny Highland can be found on uh, Highland 07. Uh, this is the Facebook official page. As I mentioned before on episode one, Johnny is providing private lessons and doing a Q&A every other Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also find uh, Johnny's album on Amazon Music, Apple Music, Spotify, and any other music platform that provide uh, full albums, I guess. Um... On the show notes, you will find some of uh, Johnny Highland's uh, uh, endorsements, uh, the guitar companies he's working with, the amplifier companies he's, work, he's working with. Uh, it's all going to be provided on the show note. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Some really great interviews are coming in the following weeks. I have Daniel uh, Donato, Bruce Boughton, uh, Seymour Duncan, Richard Bennett, and many, many more. It's going to be really a great month, I think. I hope you guys are going to like it. Anyway, this is Sage Bernardo, the owner of Bernardo Effects, and I'm the host of It's All About the Tone. See you next time.